As some of you are well aware of, I'm not allowed to do anything musical in public. It's for the good of all. Um, and uh, I learned this early on. Um, I was scarred for life. I was in uh, a kid's choir uh, in church. Uh, somehow I got into the choir, not sure how. Um, but they wouldn't even let me play the sticks. So that's how bad my uh, rhythm was. And so uh, it is true that uh, I am in some ways free uh, to play the piano however I want. I don't know much about music theory, about chords, notes, uh, obviously not rhythm, right? And so in some ways I am free to bang on the piano however I want. Uh, would anyone want pay any money to hear me? No, they actually might pay me some money to stop playing, right? But people who are restricted, um, like Garrett who is not here uh, because of the weather, but uh, people like him who have spent hours and hours practicing that know stuff about chords, about music theory, about all these things, uh, it's always that are restrictive or that set boundaries or rules. It's because he abides by these things that he can actually be creative and create new songs and new uh, combinations. In the Catholic world, we call that the freedom for excellence. That in some ways, I am free by the world's definition. I am free to do, play the piano however I want, whenever I want. You know, some people think that's the definition of freedom, is being able to do whatever I want, whenever I want. And just like my plane, it often leads to chaos. In fact, if you follow down that path far enough, you usually end up at addiction, which is the opposite of freedom. Now we can think of people who, you know, are free to watch, you know, um, Netflix episodes, like five episodes in a row, right? I don't have to do anything else tonight. I'm free to do, you know, watch five episodes in a row. Well, are you going to reach any sort of excellence doing so? Probably not. Maybe if you're a TV show critic, maybe, but otherwise, no, right? And so when we have the addictions, when we are free to do whatever, whenever we want, it often leads to the opposite of freedom. But when we are free to choose the right, when we are free to choose the good, when we have enough discipline to do the right thing in the right moment, then we are often free uh, to be excellent. You know, we can think of sports too, right? You know, um, the coach draws up the play for the basketball team, and each player has to be in a uh, move in a, to a certain place at a certain time. And so they're restricted in the movements, but by restricting their movement, they give themselves the best chance to score and to eventually win the game. And the same is true for us, especially in our spiritual life. You know, today we are beginning the season of Lent. And you know, the church has all these things about fasting and uh, abstaining from meat. So if you ever want to uh, try something embarrassing, try being a priest and asking for a burger at the McDonald's drive-thru on a Friday during Lent. It's quite embarrassing. 
But we do, we ask that we abstain from meat on Fridays. We ask that we fast on uh, Ash Wednesday and uh, Good Friday. And the church has defined fasting as eating one large meal and then the two small meals uh, added up are not supposed to be larger than the big meal. And then, so that also means you know, fasting. Personally, I think that's a bunch of weak sauce. Uh, like That's like three decent sized meals. I don't know how that's fasting. But anyways, that's what the church set as a rule for fasting. So, but don't be like me. When I was in college, um, I thought I'd take fasting to the next level and I fasted from Holy Thursday because you're supposed to fast on Good Friday. So I fasted from the service on Holy Thursday all the way until the Easter Vigil on uh, Holy Saturday. And I didn't really get anything out of the Easter Vigil Mass because I was so hungry. That's all I could think about was my stomach. I swear the people next to me could hear my stomach growling. So um, if you have more fortitude uh, than I do, I suppose you could try that, but I wouldn't necessarily recommend it. But again, we do these things so that we can be in control of our desires instead of our desires being in control of us. You know, it's a little thing uh, to give up chocolate, you know, for Lent, um, you know, to give up maybe some other things, maybe TV. And so we're able to say, you know, no to the, maybe some desires that we kind of naturally have, so that maybe, you know, when the big temptations come, maybe the temptations uh, of masturbation or of premarital sex or some other big temptation or maybe to steal or to cheat on a test when these bigger temptations come we are able to have the discipline to say no our will is much like our physical body right is you're not going to become a saint overnight and so we have to train our wills little by little to say no to things uh, that are temptations. And so, just as you would, you know, go into a gym and bench 400 pounds, you know, right away, you don't just be go into the holy life and be able to become a saint right away. You have to learn little by little to train our wills to say no to things that uh, maybe we're attracted to, but we know that are not good for us, that we know are not about our ultimate good which is our relationship with God and getting to heaven. And so we need to do just that during this Lent. You know, maybe the Lord is calling you to give something up. Maybe the Lord is asking you to do, to do something, like maybe to pray a rosary every day. Maybe to go to confession, you know, at least once during Lent. Now, what are these things that we uh, can give up so that we have more room uh, to grow in a holiness, so we can grow in our wills of being said no to things that maybe we are attracted to? But also to say yes to the things that we are know that are good for us. For again, the goal is to be free, to truly be free, to be free to choose the good, 
know, just like the basketball team, to be able to choose uh, and to know the play well enough to be able to instinctively move to the right place at the right time, just as the coach drew it up. And so we have the ultimate coach, God, who has created us and drawn up a play for us. And when we uh, do things by His design, then we are truly free to be the best version of ourselves. Now I know, uh, I mean, I'm just talking about like how, you know, God created us to be the best version of ourselves. But in some ways, it's okay to not be okay. Now yes, we should strive for holiness, but we also need to be realistic about where we're at. I was once talking to um, a young lady who um, was not very involved in her faith, maybe a little bit in high school, but got more involved in college. She said, you know, when I was in high school, I didn't know that I wasn't okay. But when I got to college, I knew that I wasn't okay, and that was okay. And so we first need to recognize that we are sinners, that we are fallen human beings, that we need a Savior, that we need the grace of Jesus Christ, that we cannot become the people that we are created to be on our own, that we need the grace of God to continue to purify us, to give us the ability to become truly free, that we cannot do, those, do that on our own. It's okay to not be okay. And that's okay. It's okay to need Jesus Christ. It's okay to need a Savior. As we continue this Lenten journey, may we strive for true freedom. May we be willing to give things up so that we can grow uh, in freedom to do what the Lord wants us to do, to have the time and the energy to do the things that the Lord wants us to do, to interact with the people that maybe He wants us to bring love and grace to, to interact with. And maybe the Lord wants us to do certain things so that we can grow in holiness as well. The Lord created us and wants us to live life to the full. Being able to do whatever we want, whatever we want is not true freedom. But when we train our wills to choose the good, to be able to have the freedom to choose the good, then we will truly be free. We will truly be free to be the sons and daughters that God created us to be.